great to see all of you here this morning as we begin our great fast. I have a theory that if you fast from certain kinds of food like meat or dairy, or if you decide to give up something else for Lent, like chocolate or music, you will not die immediately. I'm not sure if this theory is accurate, so I'm going to need your help. Please raise your hand if you have recently died because you did not eat meat, or because you did not eat chocolate for a few hours, or because you didn't drink coffee for a few days, or because you gave up something else that you were very much attached to and liked. Well, even if you happen to have died because you gave up some of these things, the fact that you are alive and now are here is a miracle and a testament to the importance of fasting. Fasting is definitely difficult because it goes against a lifestyle of excess that now we consider to be very normal. We want bigger cars, more clothes, more expensive food, and more of absolutely everything around us. So why bother taking time to eat or to want less? That seems to go completely against everything that we are surrounded with. In fact, it would be very honest of you to say fasting does not make any sense. Let me read from the following piece called The Paradox of Our Time. The paradox of our time in history is that we have taller buildings, but shorter tempers, wider freeways, but narrower viewpoints. We spend more, but have less. We buy more, but enjoy less. We have bigger houses, but smaller families, more conveniences, but less time. We have more degrees, but less sense, more knowledge, but less judgment, more experts, yet many more problems, more medicine, but less wellness. Therefore, this time of preparation for Easter is so important to help us better appreciate the things we have and to help us realize that less is very often much more. Yes, it is inconvenient to give up something for Lent, but today's readings help us to put our Lenten sacrifices in perspective. Today's first reading from the letter to the Hebrews speaks about faith in a way that is very concrete. We sometimes think that faith is only something we feel. We should feel the joy of our faith, but more than just a feeling, it is something we choose, and faith is something we live in a very real and practical way. Today's epistle speaks of the faith of Moses, Rahab, Gideon, Barak, 
Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, the prophets, and others. Your homework for tonight is to look all those up and to see why each of them are very important. We can look at the difficulty of their lives if we have a hard time giving something up for 40 days, praying more, or helping others. The letter to the Hebrews tells us, in summary of why they were included in today's epistle, some were tortured, refusing to accept release, that they, that they might raise, rise again to a better life. Others suffered mocking and scourging and even chains and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn in two. They were killed with a sword. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy wandering over deserts and mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. We should definitely not want to suffer like this list of suffering that we read, but we, but we should also not be afraid of life's discomforts and inconveniences. Fasting also helps us prioritize the things we think are important. When we wake up, what is the first thing that comes to our mind? Do we first and foremost think of what we are going to eat or of giving thanks to God for the blessings, the multitude of blessings that God has already given us and the multitude of blessings that God is preparing for us in the day to come? That's why fasting helps us rearrange our priorities to remind us that we should be hungry for the Word of God, for justice, and for holiness more than we should be hungry for that sizzling steak or burger. That is why we should never think of Lent as a time we inconvenience ourselves by not eating or doing something. That is only the starting point. That is the springboard, if you will. Rather, Lent is a time to reorganize our priorities, to make sure that growing in our faith is more important than our diet and everything else that we have become attached to. To continue this beautiful uh, poem, The Paradox of Our Time, the last part reads, we also have multiplied our possessions, but reduced our values. We have learned how to make a living, but not a life. We have added years to life, but not life to years. We have been all the way to the moon and back, but have trouble crossing the street to meet a new neighbor. We have cleaned up the air, but polluted the soul. We have learned to rush, but not to wait. We call this the first Sunday of Lent, the Sunday of Orthodoxy, or the Sunday of the icons, because the word icon is the Greek word for image. As we start our fast, it is important for us to keep in mind that we were created in the image and likeness of God. In fact, this is the first message 
of the book of Genesis. We do not have to worry about our image because God already created us in his image. In today's gospel, Jesus tells Philip in a rather simple and very straightforward way, and he also tells us the same thing. Follow me. This should be our priority in life. Above what we eat or how we look. If we live in a big or small house, drive our new or our old car, or if our refrigerator is full or empty, these things may change how others view us, but these do not change the image that God has of each and every one of us. How much money we have is not the foundation of our image. Rather, our true image is whether we choose every day to follow Jesus, whether we choose the life of virtue, whether we put priorities in our life for those who are more important and the things that are most important in our life. Fasting may seem difficult, but when we fast with this spirit of wanting to become more faithful followers of Jesus, we will experience great rewards. We will not see fast as a burden, as an obstacle, as some sort of trouble, but as a way to liberate us from the things that are really not important to help us focus on the things that are. The irony is that we, is that we fear we might die if we give up something for Lent. But if we do not have self-control, if we do not pray, if we do not forgive, if we do not reach out to the poor and the needy, we have to ask ourselves, are we really living? That is why we fast. We want to become less attached to what is passing and less important and more attached to a fuller life with God and a fuller and more personal and real human life with each other.